I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome listeners. Welcome to the Lore Boys podcast, the podcast you're listening to right now. Uh, My name is Peter O'Donohue and uh, we just wanted to add in a quick disclaimer for this episode. Uh, Due to the state of the world, we are currently recording remote uh, and there are a few um, encoding issues on the back end that we had in this episode. Uh, There's a bit of a tinny infliction on some of our voices here and there. So hopefully you can bear with that, bear with us, and then just enjoy the rest of the episode. So uh, yeah, thank you for listening. here uh, and we're doing another patron request um, if you'd like to have something covered on the show please email us at loreboyspodcast at gmail.com or head over to patreon if you want to pay for your suggestion ethan peter i know you're memeing but like branding is super important we're the lore boy lore boys here <laughs> if uh episode 124 is your first one then welcome <laughs> every episode be. will and be welcome. someone's first one that's true. I always want yeah. to be. I, I always want our podcast to take somebody to prom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, lore boys. Um, if you want to leave us suggestions, uh, loreboyspodcast at gmail dot com. Of course, um, as always, uh, payment is not necessary for a suggestion to be covered. Uh, we appreciate it, but especially in this time of coronavirus, uh, there is no need to do anything you can't do. Uh, emails are free, except you pay for internet. So, whatever. what if we started uh, taking donations for text to speech in the middle of the podcast? Oh, like, Christ <laughs> Almighty! Dialysis, dialysis, dialysis. Seven hundred and seventy-seven thousand. Seven hundred and seventy-seven. I love everybody who follows us regularly and hangs out on our Discord server, but I, I trust them about as far as I can throw them. <laughs> so, so text to speech is not fucking happening. No, that's a Twitch thing. But we are doing a patron request now. Uh, and of course, I would, despite the fact I said payment is not necessary, I will never look a gift lorse in the mouth. So it is um, Doom Patrol. Who are I? Who are you? My name is Peter O'Donoghue. That's I- true. I feel I'm so out of practice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm James. It's been a whole week, huh, Peter? Yeah, so, <laughs> easy to get rusty. You forgot you you still you're still drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget that. <laughs> I thought I quit. I thought I quit drinking. Uh, I mean, I'm the I'm the cute one. Yeah. The oh, yeah. He almost says the funny one off air, but he's not brave enough to say it on air. Yeah, I've he's definitely just gonna get it on in air. the chat. <laughs> okay, so the funny one is uh, self evident because I'm the one who tells you on the air, yeah. uh, where you guys don't. Uh, but the cute one is not because it's an audio format. Mm. I let us be the cute one. Yeah, but it's me. I clarified. But yeah, listeners at home. Sorry for whiffing on the intro there, but yeah, lore boys, Peter, Jamie, Ethan, boom, boom, bing, bing, bang, and now it's together. Doom Patrol. Exactly, we fuse into one average-looking dude (laughs) (laughs) with good eyebrows. I 
I bring the I bring yeah, it up. Well, Peter I hope my eyebrows would be powerful enough. Yeah. I bring it up. Peter brings it down, and Jamie's right in the middle. Oh baby. Of an Ethan yep. and Peter sandwich. We are a healthy sandwich, I must say. <laughs> Um, so Doom Patrol is from DC Comics. Um, Jambo, I'll start with you. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you know about the comic books? I know that every time I bring something up, Darnell, one of our fans, is able to relate it to Doom Patrol. You mean the guy who paid for this episode? Yes, exactly. The man who is generously bankrolling this episode. (laughs) Exactly. That's my, my, uh, I've, I've, like, he's told me some of the concepts of the superheroes, which is like, so out of the world crazy that like i had a laugh at them but i can't remember any of them because they were so crazy probably oh we'll get into the doom patrol that's the point of this episode don't Good. you worry i know there's a uh superhero oh sorry peter were you gonna ask me what i knew about comic <laughs> Come on. I, I was expecting jamie would ask you but i'll do it yeah okay. ethan what do you th- what do you know about comics oh peter thank you for asking no uh i do know that there was a superhero in the 80s uh whose powers only were when he was high on cocaine Cool. Which one? Was it my dad? Uh, <laughs> it was your dad and my stepdad. By their oh, yeah. powers combined. <laughs> we are abusor. <laughs> For the record, my dad was never abusive or high on cocaine. I didn't even have a stepdad. Uh, his true. name was... The cocaine superhero's name was Snowflame. Oh, cocaine? that's a great name for a cocaine superhero. Cocaine is my god, and I am the human instrument of its will snow flame damn dude. Yep. i know oh, my yes, halloween please. costume next year yeah <laughs> <laughs> sitting at home by myself and doing a bunch of cocaine could you, uh, could you pull that look off it's not gonna focus. oh yes he looks like the shredder in the jungle yeah he does look like shredder from the teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah he looks like a coke addict honestly well i i should hope so <laughs> <laughs> at least he's authentic i'm not addicted i can quit whatever i want <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I was going to quit, but now the city's in danger again. I guess I got to do more. <sighs> does he fight crime? Like, how does that even work? I, I, I actually don't know if he's a villain or a good guy. Does, does someone ran a stop cocaine? Like... Yeah, does he, do, does he use buying cocaine as entrapment for criminals? Does he just uh, arrest his dealer? Oh, he's, he's a super villain. Sorry. Oh, that makes a lot oh, more sense. Oh, I was going to quit, but then I remembered that I'm a villain. I was going to quit, but then I realized I'm addicted to cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were going to say something, Jamie? I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's past. He was going to laugh, and he laughed. Oh, I see. Ha, ha, ha. So sorry for the messy intro, but today we are doing Darnell's request to cover the Doom Patrol. Um, they're comic book superheroes that first appeared in My Greatest Adventure number 80, which is not a porn, <laughs> uh, in June of 1963. So no, they if, are old. So if I'm not mistaken, uh, one of the characters in Doom Patrol would be great in porn. Uh, yeah, I should hope so. Um, mm-hmm. They're uh, older than my dad, who, as I said, has never done cocaine, to my knowledge. Well, to your knowledge. What was going and on in the world? Me and Danny used to party. In 1963? Yeah. Like, what this was, was a couple of months. This? this was like seven months before Kennedy was assassinated. Yeah. Man had not yet been to the moon. Nope. Do you no think... man or woman or dog or monkey. Do you think the Oswald guy, uh, he was reading it before he did it? Well, yeah. Lee Harvey was leading Doom Patrol before he assassinated. It's uh, possible. He John may have picked up an issue every once in a while. <laughs> Definitely had uh, a couple Lee, issues. I know on. Lee Harvey Oswald was hanging out with Ted Cruz's dad in 1963. Good. Huh. And they were both hardcore communists. All right. Good. Boys club. And that's, yeah, boys club. 
uh, currently, uh, Doom Patrol is being published by DC Comics, who also do Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, mm-hmm. Green Lant, Green Lantman, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so Darnell's... we're gonna cover their. Er- oh, sorry, Darnell's other favorite, I think, is Green Lantern, right? Like, he he's yeah, really, he's, really, he really wants us to do Green Lantern lore as well, which yes. we will someday, Darnell. Because yeah, we know we you will. Listen. I chose Doom Patrol because I knew they were fucking weird and seemed like a lot of fun <laughs> to research. And I can confirm there's a lot of weird ethereal ghost sex uh, towards the end of this episode. So stay tuned. Just like, Just scary like most movies. of them. Especially, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Scary Movies is a spinoff of Doom Patrol. Oh, is we've it? We've got, oh, we've good, got good. Scream Guy, Baby Hand, actor who played Shaggy. All of them are here. <laughs> was he in that? <laughs> I think so. I don't fucking know. Oh my god! I think it was Scary Movie Two where the guy had sex with the ghost. How do you wake up? Dead? One, of the, one of the Wayans brothers. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. They they would stoop that low, wouldn't they? <laughs> um, it was a, it was a ghost glory hole, Peter. Okay. There, they, oh, there was no stooping involved. There's no way to know. There was a time <laughs> in the bed too where like the girl was like thrown onto the ceiling and then like. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, sounds... uh, her boyfriend like nuts so hard it sticks her to the ceiling. Well, no, there's that, but there's also cats in her underpants. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, that was a dumb movie. I don't know what we're talking. That was about. A dumb, <laughs> very old movie. So for the Doom Patrol in this episode, we're gonna cover their early incarnations uh, because DC resets the universe every once in a while, and sometimes the characters change. Uh, I will cover some later events, but mostly it's gonna be like a ex- explanation as to what is Doom Patrol and why. The reason okay. was to, the reason was to sell comics, but you know, uh, the Doom Patrol are a group of misfit characters whose super gifts cause people to be racist at them. That that's <laughs> so that's like, were, like that's like X Men, right? It's like the I, I actually googled this to see if I could make a comparison. The Doom Patrol were the X Men six months before the X Men debuted. Oh yeah, Ooh. there you go. Yeah, because so, the Doom Patrol was out in June. And then the X Men were out in September and of then, 1963. When was he shot? Okay. Uh, X Men X Men was shot in uh, was assassinated in 19 in November, I believe. <gasps> did X Men do 9/11? X Men did 9/11. Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. No. Possible. So, no, they so DC Comics assassinated JFK. Marvel did 9/11. Okay, <laughs> there you go. That's that's canon. What did Beowulf do? Uh, the, Cold War? the shipping Sorry. of the English Armada. Same. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, the original group of the Doom Patrol was led by the Chief, uh, aka Doctor Niles Calder, who is a paraplegic genius whose many inventions made him rich. Uh, he now uses his big brain to help superheroes in that the society has deemed freaks. That's Magneto, or that not Magneto? That's Professor Xavier. Lord Boy's Cannon. Lord Boy's Cannon. Marvel stole this concept wholesale and added <laughs> a dash of psychic powers when creating Dr. Xavier for the X-Men. Because that's literally him. He's paraplegic and he's in a wheelchair and he's he's super smart and wealthy. And he just is like, I'm going to take all these uh, wounded little chickadees into my net. I have, a, I have like a, a bullet point here that they're just both uh, compassionate old crippled men who who like to help a bunch of freaks who are dealing with prejudice what you don't you don't what dc you don't have a copyright on uh compassionate old crippled men who like to help help uh freaks okay yeah no exactly public domain that's a that's a tale as old as time right there frankly uh i wouldn't put it past marvel to if he was still alive to sue stephen hawking for being a crippled compassionate (laughs) old man (laughs) at least copy the concept 
Yeah, exactly. Like have him pay royalties for being yeah. alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get dumber or stand up and walk. You got yeah, two exactly. options. <laughs> <laughs> they had to yeah, settle one of those because Disney insisted on going to a place with stairs. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying are Disney are bastards. Yeah, well, I think we can all agree. Yeah, exactly. Monkey uh, so- Mouse and Monkey Mouse. Monkey Mouse and uh Gonald and- Guck. <laughs> Gonald Guck. Yeah. Yeah, Donald the cop. The co- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not wearing pants because he's just always watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the chief wanted to make people's lives better from a young age. So he's always been a good guy. Okay. Um, he began to receive funding from a mysterious benefactor, which is always a good sign in a comic book. Wait, I thought the chief was well. I thought he was just. No, his inventions made him wealthy, but he started to receive more funding from a mysterious benefactor. Okay, so he's just like, because well, you're rich doesn't mean you can't be richer. Sorry, t- just timeline. I know you just started, and I'm already confused. I see. But uh, so has he helped these uh, mutants or freaks yet? I, I'm calling them mutants, even though that's the the Marvel term for them. I, I I don't know don't know if we have a term for the Doom Patrol people. You can just call <laughs> them fucked up weirdos. Dutants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dutance is totally fine by me. <laughs> so, like, has he at this point in our timeline has he started helping the Dutants, or is he just just like making inventions and being rich? Not yet. And He's making inventions and being rich. So, I'm start. Okay. I started with an introduction of the idea, and then yeah. the man who had the idea, and now we're going to get into uh, sure. the chief, his hobbies. Uh, for some reason, not how he was crippled. Uh, he could have been born in a wheelchair, or perhaps inherited it. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Just like yeah, he was one day. (laughs) Yeah, like I don't even know if he needs it, frankly. (laughs) One day he was carrying too much money and it broke his back. Exactly, too rich. (laughs) He tried to do the, tried to do the Scrooge McDuck dive into the gold, but he just (laughs) reality hit, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But like with the realistic physics in the Doom Patrol, just snapped his back in half. (laughs) And now he poops in a bag. Oh my god! If only, if only I could have invented something that I could dive into, <laughs> some kind of softer material that I could yeah. dive into. <laughs> I know. And then he just changes all the U.S. currency to water. <laughs> so that's, that could... that's super villain material, right there. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess that makes me the super villain. Um, so yeah, he starts receiving funding from a mysterious benefactor. Um, and if we know anything about a comic book movie, if you're a scienceman or a science woman. And you start getting mysterious money, some bad juju. Uh-huh. So um, he looks at this and he's like, wow, I have mysteriously received all the funding I could ever need for my science project. Quote, I won't question it. Said by every comic scientist moments before helping magic Nazis. <laughs> Literally all the time. Every single one of them. I mean, I've, I, I'll, I'll even go beyond comic books. I'll say like that's probably a, a pretty common trope. And like, yeah. like scientists getting that, that like funny because. Like funding is impossible for scientists. Scientists yeah, don't get course. funding in real life. Come on. And so like science like characters, funding. their ambition always outweighs their morality. So it's yeah, just like, it. yeah, I mean, all these gold bars got swastikas carved into them, but I don't know who they came from. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, you know, I don't want to kill any. I really, really, really don't want to kill anyone. But what if I could turn pigs green? Mm. <laughs> the science behind it is just too valuable. My morals are uncomfortable. Compromising. I'm get. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna turn pig screen. I. They'll thank me later once they once they finally see. Yeah, exactly. The fruits of my science labor. 
Uh, all right. So using his newfound funding, he managed to develop an immortality serum. Um, okay. Which is apparently exactly what General Immortus wanted. Uh, since his, <laughs> um, as with most comic book characters, his name is not a coincidence in universe. It is simply uh, his name. It's like um, Edward like... Nigma. His yeah. initials had been Enigma before he fell, got horny for riddles. Sort for of riddles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so. That's... Sorry, it's a Go Mario ahead. thing and also a Crash Bandicoot thing. There's um Engine and Sync. Insane. Yeah. And then there's Egad. Um, yeah. 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 Um it's just a cute it's just like cute nomenclature basically. Yeah. It's like phrenology, but instead of like the shape of your skull, it's like the name that you're giving at birth. And I'm sure there's a name for that 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 I just don't know. Oh yeah. You know? But I it's like a, oh oh you're you're named you're named uh, Immortus. You're you're predisposed to be a supervillain obsessed with becoming immortal. Yeah, yeah. I, I see now. <laughs> it's not even it's not even dismissed as quackery yet at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's that's a self fulfilling prophecy and also um Well it's not self fulfilling. You don't name yourself. I didn't name myself. Uh, mere I, exposure. I would have named myself motherfucking Doctor Immortus or whatever. The mere exposure theory too in Psych is like saying there's more Phils who live in Philadelphia, which is true per capita. Like people like <laughs> yes. bunch of fucking sheep. <laughs> okay, but is that so? So that must be the parents naming them, right? Like that's got to be. We live in Philadelphia, so we're gonna name our child Phil. Like everything in psychology, it's a mix of a bunch of reasons. It's probably Phil's. Uh, like I could see myself in Philadelphia just because they love their own name so much. Like subconsciously, people probably so... live there, name their kids more. Someone's got to make it Ethadelphia. Yep, Ethadelphia. <laughs> I'd still move there. Yep. <laughs> it's a mere exposure effect, I think. Look it up on your own time. Okay. <laughs> Philadelphia lore concluded. Yeah. Um, can we, can so, we just uh, halt the podcast while I go to the Wikipedia page for a mere exposure? Yes. <laughs> Duh. That's what you paid for, isn't it, Darnell? <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so General Immortus uh, paid, paid for this, paid the... He saw potential in a young, uh, the chief. A young, uh, young the. Okay, so was the chief's name the chief? No, it's Doctor Calder. <laughs> it's Doctor Calder. Oh yeah, you did, you did tell us that. General Immortus had he had his own kind of like bunk immortality serum. Like, yeah, I'm alive for centuries, but I'm not like happy, right? It's got some side effects. I've been impotent since 1760. So you know, it's just like it's just really not worth it. Frankly, this, I don't this even weird I, twinge in my knee. Yeah, exactly. Like every time it gets humid, my thumbs hurt. So yeah. I just I'm just not into it. I don't so, I don't get excited whenever I send young men to their deaths anymore. Exactly, it's just <laughs> lost its luster. <laughs> I thought the invention of the firearm would do it. It just didn't. It didn't. It didn't rekindle uh, my passion. So Immortus would end up being the first antagonist in the first issue of the Doom Patrol back in 1963. Okay. Uh, and then the Doom Patrol was actually founded in response to General Immortus by Dr. Calder slash the Chief for yeah. all of his future schemes. And nobody arrested the Chief for creating this weapon for the, the evil general. No, because he's just a <laughs> scientist, right? Like, we don't arrest people who... Uh, like, we didn't invest uh, arrest the guy who invented the knife despite the stabbings. Well, Peter, if somebody invented a biological weapon and then gave it to somebody hell-bent on using that biological weapon, I think they would be arrested. What about the atom bomb? Oh, I don't think we arrested them. I don't think Oppenheimer went to jail. Einstein sure as shit didn't. No, we tried to put him in by bars, but... 
I mean, they, they smart. He got through they bars. Act, <laughs> they actively pardoned Nazis who worked on the Manhattan Project. They sure did for the war crimes that the, they did as Nazis because they were like, "Oh, you helped us with the atom bomb, though." So, guess this excuse. But that's the United States. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's one of those things where it's just like, "Hey, if you rat out your mob boss, then uh, you know we'll cut a deal with you." <laughs> There's always a deal to be had, man. Yeah. There's always it's the United States military for you. <laughs> so Immortus uh, is a general in a spooky evil society. Uh, it, it's basically one of those uh, I can't believe they aren't Nazis societies that cropped right. up in comic books. Okay. Um, I can't his believe character... they're not like the margarine thing. Uh, basically, <laughs> yeah. But so I guess the the Marvel Nazis equipment. not in this tub. Is sort of, <laughs> that's the brand of the society that he's a part. All of. that Nazi flavor. None of those Nazi fats. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's less than six million calories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now, now with vitamin A for Aryan. <laughs> okay, I don't want to riff on this anymore. Let's move I on. Think, <laughs> so I think the Marvel, I think the Marvel equivalent is Hydra, right? Like Hydra, Hydra are the yeah. So Hydra would probably because Marvel, I guess, is because I'm a normie. Marvel is more popular because I know way yeah. more about that. Yeah, so uh, Hydra would be the, I can't believe it's not Nazis, whereas uh, his society or Dr. General Immortus' society would be more of the, like, one of those random-ass Reddit yeah. butter tubs, That's like, it. Nazis, Better. not in this one, taste, yeah. question mark, like, one of those, like, poorly translated ones. more than Butter? Anything. Butter? You better fucking believe it's not. Like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so one of the... Um, character designs I saw for the the most up-to-date character design I saw for Immortus was he looked like the actor Peter Cushing, who is in a million movies. He's in Top Secret. Uh, he's in the original three Star Wars movies. Just Google him. Um, and he is indeed dressed in a dark green, not quite Hugo Boss uh, SS uniform with a red and white armband on his uh, left arm. Uh, but of course, the black portion that would normally be a swastika has been changed and replaced with a different symbol although originally in the 60s he looked like a stereotypical like navy admiral where he was in like a blue suit with like the yellow brush shoulder pads and he was just like <laughs> ooh, shaking his fist at the doom patrol <laughs> but it's fun to stay at the yeah exactly he was like one of the village people but he yeah. was the you know the old crusty nazi member of the village people, uh, the village people yeah. <laughs> he was that guy right, yeah. <laughs> yeah cop indian uh War criminal Oh uh, yeah, construction worker. construction worker, war criminal, <laughs> some, some fifth guy, <laughs> guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> guy in a wheelchair. We don't know if he needs it. <laughs> uh, his organization uh, was similar to the real world Thule Society, uh, which is a group of early would be Nazis that were founded in 1918, just after the First World War, and it was later actually reorganized by Hitler. Uh, this is this is history, not not lore. Um, they studied the occult, uh, racial purity, and German history, uh, which are all normal tennis club things, I guess. I've been to a tennis club or two. It's, it's all very <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he has also worked with the aptly named Brotherhood of Evil. <laughs> they're, which, they're subtle, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was I was getting like hardcore Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy vibes from that. <laughs> <laughs> Their acronym makes me excited as a WoW player, BOE. Bind no, on a quip. I can sell oh, that. Okay. Valuable, yeah. yeah you can <laughs> sell it. 
Most of them are bops, but the BOEs. Fine on pickup. Then that's yours and only yeah. yours, yeah. Yeah. So Immortus managed to live for centuries due to his, an alchemical concoction that he had been making. Um, but at some point, somehow, uh, he lost the formula and despite having been making it for centuries, had absolutely no idea how to replicate it. So he well, had maybe to... one of the side effects was memory loss, right? Oh, that's true, yeah. Pharmaceuticals is a tricky game, you know? Yeah, you got to get the balance of, I don't know, uh, herbs and you need like Rubido and... And and other and and Rebus and all that other shit from The Witcher that I learned about. Re Reba McIntyre, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Grind well, her up, put her in your. To potion. make the perfect sitcom, there is an <laughs> alchemical formula. Is like for every for every Reba you create, you must take away a Rosie. There is an equal uh, exchange of, of, of sitcoms. Uh, in the Rosie's recipe, I think they used a lot of butter. But oh yeah, yeah. They, uh, I can guarantee they were not using. I can't believe it's not Nazis. They yeah. were using straight <laughs> butter for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um so at some point he lost his formula like i said had no idea how to replicate it and then he backed the chief uh niles calder in his research and got an immortality serum out of that nice i mean seriously uh, though like if you think about like the list of side effect potential side effects for like a dick pill that makes your dick hard think about the list of side effects for something that makes you immortal that you would like take you know what i mean because like you know, like we we in Canada when they do pharmaceutical or like medicine commercials they always list all the they have to list all the possible side effects so it's like oh you know here's a thing that can help you get with your wife but like possible side effects include like seizures <laughs> like brain death the uh, stroke heart condition yeah. Yeah. if you feel yeah. very alive for more than 48 millennia please consult a local doctor <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's, it's been 48 millennia, and I'm just uh, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I don't know. Uh, should I? What should I do? Or whatever. Very like, alive is a state of mind, yeah, more than yeah. anything. Because exactly. like when you're bored, you're not very alive. Like what if some guy had been alive for 48 centuries and was yeah. just kind of bored of it? Like would he know? Do do immortal people get depressed? Hmm. Oh, I guarantee yeah. it. In so many lore things, they get bored and cause problems. Like that's, that's been. Uh, Dr. Manhattan, another comic book. Dr. Yeah. Manhattan, one of the D&D &D episodes too, I think. We had a, a a god with nothing else around who got bored and he created a bunch of people and Yeah, uh, I think Elder Titan and Dota with that we did like yeah. 2 3 weeks ago got bored and created most most creation myths in video games and D&D &D involve like something existing in nothing and getting sick of it and then just making the world. Maybe yeah. it was magic. I yeah, I don't know if it's us us applying the he must have got bored. Uh, you know, but there's oh, always like projecting, some, yeah, un some unknowable creature in the void who decides to create everything, and then maybe yeah. we're being the ones to be like, oh, you know, yeah, he must have been bored. He must have been sick of it. I would have been bored. Reason, the only reason I've ever created life completely by accident because I was fucking bored. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank God that's legal. <laughs> anyway, but too too bad not paying uh, child support is isn't legal, huh? No, yeah. No. <laughs> Damn yeah. you, feminism! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, I, down there. I, James uh, Miller, did not laugh at this joke. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. I even Paul. I thought it was pretty funny. Thank but you. What's a joke? I'm obviously not serious. No, nothing um, we say is serious. No. So we've got the a chief. leader. We've got an enemy, and we need some people to fight it. Because yeah. Lord knows, some guy with no legs ain't doing nothing except so, making immortality serum for Nazis. So the, the chief, the chief has made this for the Nazis. Has like. Uh, uh, Immortus uh, outed himself as a Nazi when he like decides to pull together the, the Doom Patrol. Uh, afterwards, 
So he gets so they, his funding. He makes his serum. Immortus is just like, cool. Thanks, bro. By the yoink. way, here's what I'm going to do with it. Uh, continue to live and be evil as shit. And then he was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I never thankfully, saw this outcome. <laughs> thankfully, there are multiple people that I can help out with that have amazing powers. And then we're going to fight you. So it's all very ser- it's all very convenient, frankly. Very serendipitous. I was going to say that, but then. You started it. Trip over he, my tongue. He was going to say, Sarah, you stopped it and it was so nice. He was going to yeah. say Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, uh, it was very Sarah McLaughlin of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the arms of the angels, Nazis fly away. <laughs> so, one of the first members of the Doom Patrol is Robot Man. Okay, what's his power? Is he a man or a uh, robot? Uh, we'll get into it. Uh, his real name, and I want you guys to guess. I will go, uh, just because this is how your videos are stacked. Ethan will guess first, and then Jamie will guess second. I have a list of names here, and I want you guys to choose the real one. Wait, can I can I guess before you even start? Sure. Robert Ottman. Nope. Jamie, <laughs> you want, do, you wanna, do you want a quick guess before I start? Um, no, I want, I want, okay. I want the easy way. So <laughs> his, his real name is either Jeremy Irons, Patrick Steele, Clifford Steele or Touch Rustrod. <laughs> okay. I'm going for I'm saying for Touch Rustrod. Okay. Jamie? <laughs> I'll go Clifford Steele just to mix it up. Jamie, you fool. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the actual answer is Clifford Steele. Oh. I actually yeah. looked at Peter's eyes and he looked to the side when he said Clifford Steele, which is an old Fuck. trick. Oh, I damn. I can't believe I gave it away. Yeah. I even got. I got um, so I, I, I specifically made Peter big screens, like the focus, and me and Jamie are little oh, and on the side. Okay. And I'm still I'm still just looking at myself. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish there was a way you to hide to my, pick my up camera. on my little on my little uh, the, the subtle movements of my cheekbones yeah. and shit. I've been I, watching I'm, crime I'm documentaries, dude. I am I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm dialed in right now. Fuck, I, I'll never lie to Jamie again. <laughs> I, I will say though, before you said touch restaurant, I was leaning Clifford Steele. Okay. I knew not Jeremy Irons because Jeremy Irons is an actor, and I know that. I don't know if Jeremy knows that, but no idea. No, yeah, yeah I'm not Jeremy. Yeah, no, Jamie. Jeremy Irons is Jeremy Irons knows that he's an actor. He's, he's I don't know actor. if Jeremy Irons knows that he's an actor. Maybe he's just doing it by accident this whole time. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I don't know if Jamie knows that. But he he voiced Scar in the Lion King. He did oh. in the good one, the animated one. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the live action, so I can't. Well, I mean, I didn't watch it either. But... I was thinking Clifford Steele though. Yeah. So uh, just for those playing at home, um, Jeremy oh, Irons a is a UK actor. Sorry? Well, give me a point, too, because I was thinking. Yeah. There you go. Fine. This <laughs> guy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, Robert, Robert Ottman was pretty good, though, right? It was a very good one, yeah. Robert yeah. Ottman? Come on, yeah, Because it's, yeah. it's a very comic book guy alter yeah. ego. <laughs> uh, so for those playing at home, Jeremy Irons is a UK actor. Uh, Patrick Steele is a porn star that I found because Lexington Lexington Steele was too easy. <laughs> I, so I just typed Steele into Pornhub and chose the first guy that wasn't Lexington Steele. Had you're a way. Just, okay, so, so I don't know if you're just choosing your own preferences or outing your own preferences of porn stars here. Because like I know a fair amount of porn stars, but I've never heard of Lexington Steele. Really? Yeah. So, you know, you could have had Lexington Steele. It would have meant nothing to me. Yeah. I think he's. I thought he was like with Ron Jeremy as just like guy who's famous for having a huge dick. I would say Ron Jeremy, Peter North, uh, that guy from Black.com that I really like. So I don't know uh, who Peter well, North is. Well, we all agreed. We all agree we look up the guy's name, right? Yeah, yeah. To find the best way actor. You're to find the video you're looking for because he's objectively in less films. Uh, right. Um, no, and, and that's no, the focal was... point of anytime he's fucking or like you're checking out him. 
right? I would bet you the guy is in less films because he's like faceless. He's like an extra. It's like those extras yeah. that are just in everything. And it's just like, because it doesn't matter. You don't have, it doesn't have to be like a billable title. It's just like, oh, here's the guy too, you know? Um, I guess, yeah. Peter, Peter North is not known for a big cock, though he does have a big cock. He's known for big home shots. Oh, <laughs> There's one man. guy, I don't know his name. I heard it on another podcast, but every time he comes, he just says, dropping loads. <laughs> In the pie, five by five. It's like a StarCraft character. Every time you, you tell him to attack, he says a voice line. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, yes. Yeah, it's, it's like, I go work now. <laughs> work, work. Control A, control A, your male porn stars. Dropping loads. Dropping loads. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway. you need to wait you need to wait 30 minutes until this peon can drop another load yeah <laughs> yeah but after it's that cool it's down. faster it's yeah. not a refractory period i'm on cool down yeah. <laughs> oh my god gamers rise up oh, oh yeah <laughs> especially down especially below the belt uh, um and then touch rust rod is a fake name for the made-up character named david Ryder from the film space mutiny Okay. okay. Yeah. Sure. You got to watch uh, Mystery Science Space Theater Three Thousand, their episode about space mutiny, and you'll get a bunch of great fake. Oh, names. I, lo- I love MST Three K. It is so good. So Clifford or Cliff Steele was a radical race car driver, uh, who while driving in the Indianapolis Five Hundred got into a hideous car wreck that destroyed his entire body. Okay. So the chief saw that his brain was undamaged and was just like, "God, I love helping people." I'm going to put his brain into a robot body. Uh, and thus Match. was born Robot Man. However, in the original few issues, he was called Automaton. Does he have, is okay. he like a transformer? Does he have wheels at his feet and stuff? He, he doesn't have wheels. <laughs> he can change the shape of his body a little bit. Although originally he was just a stupid looking 60s robot with like a big, dumb, like chomp, <laughs> chompy metal jaw. It's like it's like the robot from the Jetsons, like oh, like Rosie with the one the one wheel. Yeah, she exactly. just like scoots around on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he has two legs. Okay. Um. So apparently, uh, just see, he wasn't really aware of this. What with being fucking dead, uh, one of the side effects of being implanted into a 1960s robot body shortly after death is frequent dips into horrible depression. Uh, robot that? man often views himself as less than human. Well, like, why do they keep calling him Robot Man? His brain is alive. Call him Clifford for fuck's sake. You could sake. still probably use his real name. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! I'm alive. Oh, what? What is? What is happening? What? What? What is this? Where? Where? Where am I? Oh, don't worry, Robot Man. You're in my lab. Yeah. Oh, take it easy, Who? wheelchair dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my name is Clifford. Who, who are you? <laughs> to be no, fair, no. they still called uh, RoboCop Alex or Mercer in RoboCop. So yeah, you're, exactly. you're totally right. Like, <laughs> why would you? Why would you suddenly switch his name to Robot Man? <laughs> yeah, and the fact that his entire body was completely destroyed and he's in a robot body, it's not like he has a disguise. He well, has normal like, life to yeah, return to. Like exactly, he's obviously processing some trauma here. Like his it was wife the 60s, won't guy. love him anymore. It was the '60s. <laughs> They didn't really use the right names for things a lot of the time. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah, well, when you put it like that. (laughs) Um, So he doesn't exactly have superpowers because he's, except his brain, entirely mechanical. Uh, So his abilities come from that. Uh, He has super strength. um, So he's kind of like on par with an excavator as far as superhuman goes he's just a very strong machine one of his friends has to step on the pedal on the back of his feet for him to lift things every every time he every time he backs up it's like beep 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you have to install that though? It makes being stealthy pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like back up back into the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> hey, robot man, I'm gonna take your keys away. Hmm? You don't want that, oh, dude. Please, no. <laughs> yeah, he's got like, just like keys in the back of his head. He can't or reach that section him. His... of his back that he can't reach. Yeah, his robot <laughs> arms aren't programmed to reach the ignition slot on his own body. <laughs> um, so yeah, he uh, he has enhanced senses. He can fly, survive underwater, repair himself, uh, and has 64 bytes of data storage, which in the 60s was a lot. Did you say fly underwater? Uh, he can fly and survive underwater. Survive, okay, sorry. I believe I, I, flying underwater is called swimming. I know, yeah. You, you. I'm sure you said the right thing, and my brain just like mixed those four words together, and I heard fly underwater. I was like, hmm, well, that seems like a pretty normal thing. <laughs> yeah. See through glass, fly yeah. underwater. Yeah. It's all crazy. There's a difference between a crab and a fish, right? You think crabs think fish fly? They must, yeah. Probably. Yeah, looking up at looking up at the heavens. Yeah, <laughs> they're like angels, just like a fucking grouper fish. Like, meow, meow. Yeah, spits out all its babies. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know it takes four years for a, a oyster to be made before you eat Wait, it. What? Four years for an oyster to be made, like to, from to the grow kind of little spore they start out as to being edible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of our friends who we play league with is like has an oyster uh, farm, and he explained he has a, he has a clam farm. Oh, sorry, clams then. Yeah. I had it wrong. I think I think probably clams. Yeah. I think it's What's the gestation period on oysters and clams then. Unless unless he's diver- unless he's diversified recently. I haven't talked to him about his clam farm in the last two years. I don't think so. I became a top fan on Facebook because I liked so many of his posts, trying to boost him up a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. his, his oyster For farm? his fucking bivalve business. Oh, <laughs> it's an oyster. It's an oyster fan. Does he sell them? Yeah. Yeah, he sells them. Uh, if you're in New Brunswick, uh, his family is the smallest of all the oyster farmers but they got the best oysters so you got to get them the up and coming oyster baron yeah I'll, I'll give him a a shout out since we're already here well maybe i'm misremembering i could have swore it was clams because i thought clams were unique and interesting oysters pff, i'm a dozen little yeah. sh- little shimogi or oyster company shimogi s-h-e-m-o-g-u-e shimogi shimog this has to be the weirdest sponsor we've ever had. I was yeah. gonna say this, <laughs> this has to be the weirdest sponsor on any podcast ever. Like Shimogi Oyster Farms. Have Get you had your clams at Shimogi? Have you had your clam juice yet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is on brand. That is on brand. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All clams, baby. All yep. clams. Clams all the way uh, down. So Robot Man uh, remained pretty much unchanged throughout the run of comics from the '60s. Uh, until a run of comics called Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, which, to my understanding, hit the reset on a lot of shit in the DC universe. Yeah, uh, which they very, do very they fun. do fairly often, but Crisis on Infinite Earths changed a lot. Yeah. Um, even with that, though, Robot Man is the only member to have been included in every single iteration of the Doom Patrol. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Good for you, Cliff. He's a lifer. <laughs> good for you, Patrick Steele. Good to see you're dropping loads in every issue. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we come over to Rita Farr Dayton. Uh, Time travel. Oh, no. Much stupider. Fuck. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Far date. Yeah. That's what I was going for. There we go. Read a far date. Read a far date. I would think she could see into the time. See into the the time stream. She could see into the past. Yeah. Is that a scryer or is a scryer just someone who sees someone in the current time? Is that like a magic telephone? 
a prophet, perhaps? I don't know. A magic an, telephone? An oracle? Yeah. Oracle would be a magic telephone. Okay, Rita Fardaden would be a great name for an oracle. Yeah. What, what's a scryer? I don't know. One who scries? I don't well, know. Scrying in D&D in is, is spying in the current time, in the present. Okay, it divines Caesar predicts the future by means of a scrying tool, especially because they're balls. So they say future for this, but in a lot oh. of fantasy, it's been just like magic telephone. In D&D, in D &D, oh, okay. it's not magic telephone, but magic uh, security camera. Oh. Yeah. Rita Far Dayton was not a fortune teller at a medieval fair. Okay. Well, uh, she was an Olympic gold medalist turned actress. Uh, who, while shooting a film on location in Africa, was exposed to volcanic gas of some description, which gave her the ability to change her shape and size. Um, well, originally, watch. Peter, why did volcano gas do that? Um, it was a comic in the '60s, <laughs> and my guess would be something that we in the modern times would find very uncomfortable because it was an African volcano. Boy, people in the past sure were stupid, huh? People in the past were bad people. <laughs> For them, like they would have to go to the library to see a picture of a volcano in the '60s. You couldn't yeah, just right? see a library, or, like couldn't see a, a volcano. You couldn't just see a library. Well, you yeah. could. <laughs> you had to go to a library to find a picture. Picture of a library to but, know like, where to go. Outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's. A lot I of people never have seen a, a volcano even. Back I then. mean, I haven't seen one in person. I don't think. Well, we don't need to. We could just see it on the internet. We're scryers, man. That's I true, would... man. Seeing into the present. <laughs> I took a vacation on one like a month ago. Yeah. And had a nice view of a second one. Yeah. You were on the safe one, though. Yeah. Yeah. The dormant volcano. Yes. So no, no, lazy volcano. no superpowers for me. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no strange volcano gas from my lungs. Thank uh, you. Call me, call me pedestrian, man. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't oh, drive oh. cars. Ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The power to walk places. Yeah. Why would I? All I would be doing is contributing to CO2 emissions in the atmosphere. <laughs> and that gas could turn someone into a shapeshifter. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Last thing keeping, we want. You're protecting us from Rita Far Dayton. <laughs> um, originally, she couldn't control this power, which is why she was kicked out of society and became a freak for the chief to take care of. Uh, eventually, however, um, she managed to gain control and she could, she realized she could change the size and shape of individual body parts, like a big fist for punch, uh, a big foot to create hoaxes in the woods. <laughs> um, and then she took on the superhero name Elastigirl. No way, really? Yeah. Why? Wow. So Pixar's Mrs. Incredible is a ripoff uh, of Doom Patrol. Is, is legally distinct because she's called Elastigirl. With an A instead uh, of Elastigirl whoa. with an I. Very good, Pixar. Yeah. Very good. So if Elastigirl. Could, if you had this power, what would you do first? Big dick. I knew you'd say it. I was going to say the same thing. It's so easy. It's such an easy experiment that you can do by yourself or with someone who trusts you. I and then be, you can get into big hand stuff. I could be the next Lexington Steel. Come on, Jamie. No, nah, dude. I would make it so I could scratch my foot without having to move my body at all. I could lay completely back and just one finger all the way to the end you could you know what you do? you could just bring yeah. your foot to your nails and move your foot so Ew. i imagined that as well <laughs> like i imagined bringing your foot up to your hand for some reason it's, no that's like, gross that's... guys i can i can hold my foot in my hand i'm doing it right now yeah i know but you're moving so much of your body why not just yeah, stretch no, your finger? It, it was painful honestly when i did that like, it, it almost broke me guys you want to know <laughs> 
one of the laziest things I did this weekend. I was tired of playing Final Fantasy VII sitting up, so I put my VR headset on and laid on my back and played looking at the ceiling. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking quarantine Very comes nice. for us all. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. Other, other, uh, another thing I would do with Elastigirl powers is I would finally be able to reach the ignition key on the back of my on my on my back. So, uh, if you were um, Elasta Robot Girl, yeah, I'd probably play with that and see. see Why would the up. chief create a stretchy robot? What a stupid fucking invention! <laughs> Immortal Nazis is like at least good to have a supervillain, but it's stretchy robot. Come on. So Clifford on. wants a heart. She wants courage. Who's the yeah. next? One? Oh yeah, well, she wants the courage to like lazily scratch her feet. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. She wants she wants the courage to go on the stage and be an actress. It's not easy. Uh, be an actress again because she's so stretchy. Now that she mm -hmm. can control her powers, um, they probably wouldn't let her back in the Olympics because being stretchy would probably be considered cheating in most you things. You just you don't swim across the pool. You just reach across the like chairs. A big, like a big slinky, just like. Woo, woo. <laughs> If you could, so just a technicality rule here. If you could touch both ends of an Olympic swimming pool, you don't, would you have to do a lap, or would it, that just instantly count as like you have to lift lap. your hands off, like <laughs> exactly yeah. back and forth. Yeah, I don't know how the Olympic committee would deal with something like that. Uh, maybe we should write him a letter. Yeah. Well, if uh, I were very stretchy, how yeah. would I swim? <laughs> First question: How would I swim? Second question: Your Dick pound. They probably <laughs> get. They're, if I was stretchy, can I swim? They'd get their own Olympics, right? Like they'd be in some type of special Olympics, something like that. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, in some kind of <laughs> super like Olympics. it'd be differently abled Olympics, probably. Yeah. I think the Super Olympics, the Super, yeah, Super instead of they, special. They let in people with superpowers and people who use steroids. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> now I'd watch that anime or whatever it is. <laughs> okay, uh, so along with size and shape. Yeah. Along with size and shape manipulation, I think speculating about these weird sixties comic characters is totally fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so Elasti Girl, that's Elast an I. T girl. Elasti Girl. Elasti um, Girl. Along with size and shape manipulation, uh, she also has super advanced regenerative powers. So she can regrow her arms, her legs, heal wounds very quickly. She's all very, um, I don't know. Her Malleable. cells can improvise real well. They're yeah, on. They're on the ball. She goes with the flow. It's like exactly. very, very laissez-faire. Yeah, she is. Um, so I wonder if it, it stacks. Like if she wants to grow her finger really long, she grows it as fast as she can, but also cuts half of it off. So it's regening at a certain speed while also stretching at a certain speed. And then she gets double the finger length, like, like twice as quick, you know? I don't know how that math works. I don't know how that works either. Because she can only stretch so fast and she can only regen so fast. So she yeah. stretches out, cuts like half off near the beginning. And then by the time... She's gotten ten feet long, uh, with a half finger. It's also regenerating oh, ten feet regen with a regen and stretching. Oh, at you the think same she can stack time. her? Butts That's what I mean. Somehow? I see. Okay, I'm trying to now I get it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I can only assume that yes. That's Lord Boy's can. Okay. Okay. Sure. Done. She stacks, she stacks buffs for her Space yeah. Jam moment. She can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, oh. like Michael Jordan going for that half court dunk, just like cuts his arm off and he just like grows back, <laughs> catches the ball. And, like, <laughs> Stretches twice as fast. I mean, Space Jam Two's coming out pretty soon, right? LeBron, hit us he up if you want. If you want us on your side, my guy, like, hit you up got ideas. One of our listeners must know LeBron James. Please, please get him in touch. Get him in touch with us. Easy, I guarantee it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let Pete talk a little bit because we're just cutting them <laughs> off at every pass. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about it. I mean, it's it's the comic books are in the '60s, just silly. Okay. Um, yeah. 
So, uh, Elastigirl, T, uh, joins the Doom Patrol because she can't control her size and shape, and people think she's a freak. And then she falls in love with another man who joins the Doom Patrol named Steve Dayton. Because he's Dayton. And she's Rita. far Dayton. And she's far Dayton. Well, I mean, it's because I got married. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's hyphenated. Yeah, Rita far Dayton. He, he saw oh, an investment when, uh, like, she couldn't control her powers yet, her feet are different sizes, she's lumbering around, but then in the long game, yeah. she can craft herself <laughs> however she wants, you know? So. <laughs> but that no, would no, make no. him both uh, a good guy and very shallow, if you think oh, about it. Yeah. I think ju- I think Jamie was saying just shallow. Yeah. But no, Jamie, you would Jamie have was to saying deal with he was the, an opportunist. You would have to deal with the, like, lumbering, clumsy, slinky woman for a little while, right? Yeah, he bought low to sell high. You know what? Yeah, I lo- I a, love my lung- like any good marriage. You know, what? I love my lumbering, slow, clunky woman. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not having you speak about my girlfriend that way. <laughs> is she in earshot? She, in for that? she can hear one side of this conversation, so now she thinks we're talking about her. <laughs> so Steve Dayton, Elastigirl's hubby, was once the world's fifth richest man, uh, which I always found to be a weirdly specific rank. Sure. Uh, and then I looked it up. And today's, at time of recording, on April 13th, 2020, today's fifth richest man is Larry Ellison, uh, which is also just a fantastic superhero alter ego name. Yeah. Um, our current top five, uh, just for dudes, I just look for dudes specifically just for this, because that's the list he's on. Uh, the top five richest men right now are Bezos, Bill, Bernard, Buffett, and Larry. Who's Bernard and Buffett? Warren uh, Buffett. Warren Buffett. Uh, Bernard didn't look up his last name. I don't know Bernard either. I know. Yeah. Bezos, Bill, Bernard, Buffett, and Larry. Which so lots of fantastic. I say get rid of them. That's our top five. <laughs> cool. Who do Welcome you think to the Billionaires be... Podcast, where, yeah. where we talk about the billionaires. I know people say eat the rich, but you have to think of them like body composition. Bezos and Bill are both very slim. I know Buffett's about a century old, but there's got to be at least somebody worth eating. Bezos is jacked. Are you kidding, dude? Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, he's in really good shape. He'd be good eating. I vote. He's I vote old, eat. He's old enough that he'd probably be marbled, and I'm into that. Yeah, I vote kill and eat. Medium rare or rare for your uh, for your at the Bezos at the Bezos Biff Tech. If you know, I'm want... normally a medium rare, but I'm gonna go rare for Jeff B. Yeah. No, All dude. Right. If I ate a person, Jamie? it would be well done for sure. I wouldn't be able to see the the liquid or anything. Like I'd have to like marinate it so it's not even like flesh colored anymore. So it looks like I don't know some like some like dark beef or something like that. Whoa, I, okay, whoa, 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 sorry, sorry, James, James, James. You you said eating a person, mm-hmm. but we're talking about we're talking about billionaires. Here. Uh, they're better than we are. They like eating them. a snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is like eating some kind of reptile. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, would Although I probably eat my snakes well done. So <clears throat> would you guys order? the marinade on Amazon before people found out Jeff Bezos was dead. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually, that is great. You have to order it from Amazon. Amazon Amazon basics, uh, steak sauce. I would probably (laughs) come on. So this came up. I think we might've talked about it in a sound check like a few weeks back, but if I run out of food, I've got like a lot of dog food and I'm thinking if you guys were in the situation and you had to eat dog food, would you rather eat wet dog food or dry dog food? Dry. Dry. Ethan? That's a tough question. I'd say know. wet. I'd say wet, so you're the tiebreaker on which I'm buying for all of us. 
Well, I'm going to say dry just because it's more like fuel, like cost efficient, right? Yeah. No, don't think about that. Just like purely, which could you stomach easier? Dry. I think wet. Because you could, you wet. could probably just get the 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 dry kibble wet in your mouth and swallow it without really chewing or tasting the dog food. You, but it's I, like I'm, a pill. You have to chew it. It's like if you swallow, you could you swallow your wet. pills, but you have Some to chew those. Do. It's so, it, yeah. I, I, Should fucking doctor I, prescribe you Flintstones fucking shit still? <laughs> also, if I'm thinking long term, I honestly think I could learn to like dog food. Like, I think if I was just eating wet dog food for like weeks mm -hmm. to months at a time, I think eventually it, it would like click with me. Whereas like dry would probably click too, but then it's like super annoying and I got to like make this like wet slurry every time I want to eat it because it's so dry. It is so dry. That's the problem. Yeah. You do, you're not going to have milk to put in it. Like it's it's going to be really dry and it's like dusty and like chalky, but yeah. the wet food and they're all they're all human grade. So if you're ever in a real yeah. hunger situation, which if this keeps going for long enough, some of our listeners might be. I have no idea. But this is this is. Poor boys can eat wet dog food. <laughs> you can eat both. They're both uh, human grade because in times of poverty, people resort to cat slash dog food. But okay, well, thankfully, let our me know. fifth, our, our thankfully our fifth richest man in the world in the Doom Patrol universe doesn't need to eat dog food because he's probably got servants to eat or whatever the fuck rich people yeah. eat. Oh. Um, using his vast wealth, uh, he created himself a sci-fi helmet to enhance his mental abilities. Uh, originally, he did this because he just wanted to impress Elastigirl by being superhuman as well. Okay. So this works, and the two eventually get married, and and eventually adopt the shape shi shape shifting excuse me Beast Boy as their son, uh, who most people might know from Teen Titans, Teen the Titan. cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dayton's alter ego is Mento, the Fresh Maker, <laughs> uh, and he has pretty much every single comic book psychic power that has ever been written: telepathy, telekinesis, memory alteration, precognition everything his like, arch you... enemy would be the coke man because the mento yeah. and the coke man oh, get that, together that guy we talked about <laughs> they blow up the guy we talked Explosive. about at the beginning of the show yeah, yeah exactly uh snowflame yeah yeah, Snow yeah uh -huh. exactly so snowflame and mento uh made contact one day and blew up and actually killed all the members of the doom patrol yeah. before being rebooted in infinite crisis yeah nice or did, um, or did mento just like foam up a lot you know what i mean oh yeah, yeah just like <laughs> Should have used diet snowflame. Yeah, <laughs> just like just like Peter <laughs> foamed up a lot all over the place. Yep. So he would eventually uh, he would be the only one on the early Doom Patrol that doesn't consider himself a freak. Like he's not he wasn't rejected from society. He was just like rich and smart and made a science helmet to make himself psychic. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, and he was your freak. He was a later addition to the team, uh, if I recall correctly. Uh, Dayton or Mento was added in 1965. After like a year and a half of the Doom Patrol running already. Okay. Yeah. So it was just Rita Farr up until then. Yeah, exactly. And so, so uh, the founding members would have been um, Robot Man, Elastigirl, uh, and now the next guy we're going to talk about here. Uh, the final founding member is Negative Man. <laughs> He's a downer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hey, it's a pretty nice day out. Isn't the sun shining? He's like, there's people no. dying right now. It's like, oh, right. come on, man. Come literally, on. literally the robot from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So his original name was Larry Trainer, uh, and he was a test pilot for the U.S. Air Force and was accidentally exposed to space radiation during a test flight. Uh-huh. Um, it's... 
I guess out of all of them, it's like the most basic superhero origin story. Like cosmic rays gave him his powers. Dude, they hadn't yeah. been to space yet. In in no, they had. Yeah, Sputnik not was to the moon. In the 50s. Not yeah. to the moon. Not to yeah. the moon. Sixty nine was the moon. Yeah, I nice. remember that. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that's the that's the fucking Kennedy. That's the Kennedy legacy, man. They had to do it in '69 because <laughs> you know that Kennedy liked him some fuck. Yeah, yeah. they were ahead and of the Ken- Russians. They waited, they waited. They're like, you know, oh, no, no, yeah. no. We'll, we'll wait till '69. We'll hit it right on the yeah. button. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> get was that Gorbachev money. i gonna get up there. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think Jackie Kennedy was probably. I know she used to be a model like Melania Trump, but I'm yeah, gonna yeah. Jackie O. I'm going to go ahead and say that Jackie was probably the one and only hot first lady. I mean, I was, I was, I was cool on Michelle. Cool dude, on Michelle uh, Obama. Miss Obama. Yeah. See those guns, dude. She could pin you down. That's what I like. I don't know, man. That is what I like. Uh, please move yeah, you... Peter to the top of our conversation. So Ethan and I are both on the bottom and yeah. Ethan, <laughs> Peter can be on the top of our webcams. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a Jackie O man. I, I okay. like that little hat. Yeah, I'm not. I'm you know not the in- one that she was wearing when Marvel assassinated him. Yeah, <laughs> as we discussed earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Negative Man, Cosmic Rays. Um, it's a super basic origin story, but Negative Man gets the weirdest. Okay. In the Doom Patrol, uh, including some very strange um, cosmic being sex that is all canon and loops into other members as well, which is other members is uh, in other penises. Oh yeah. Loops okay. into those penises. Okay. Oh, it, yeah. Just like, but throughout, he exists throughout all of time now, or fucking something. So we're talking, we're talking cosmic, cosmic docking. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah exactly. Like the space station, but that's where they got the name. It was from Doom Patrol. Okay, yeah. It's because they. Uh... <laughs> that's why the leader used to look like a navy man from Cosmic yeah, Docking. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The, that's General Immortus. He would dock with General Immortus, and that's how they finally defeated him. They found out out his kink. Yeah, he's like, oh, this isn't so bad. So after the accident, Larry Trainer became incredibly radioactive, Uh but also got the ability to sound out a negatively charged spirit of himself called the Soul Self. Um, This thing can pass through solid matter, fly, and cause solid objects to explode. It's a ghost. Um, Yeah, kind of. The the way it looks is really cool, especially with the old like 1960s ink. Uh, It is. It can be described as being, it's a completely black void uh, that has like a glowing white silhouette of light. Okay. Like how you distinguish it from the background. Uh, It takes a toll on him though, and he can only kind of project out his radiation ghost for 60 seconds. And when it leaves his body, his physical body is super, super weak. Dude, yeah. it sounds like a MOBA character if there isn't one already. Yeah, right? Like, guaranteed, yeah. He's got a cooldown. You shoot the he does, yeah, he does, have, he does have a cooldown, yeah. yeah. In, uh, in Just like Star- Peter North, he's got a cooldown. <laughs> in, in StarCraft, there's uh, there's Protoss characters, Adepts, that can do that. They send out like a shade of themselves, basically. Nice. But the, the difference is they can, at the end of their like cooldown or whatever, they can choose to to blink to it. So they can choose to like occupy that space all of a sudden. Oh, that's oh, rad. Cool. Yeah. I guess uh, at Overwatch, in- uh, Junkrat's kind of like that. Like he's weak and staying in one place while his rip tires out and doing all the damage. But that's not quite the exact same. I wouldn't really call the Riptire a proxy fighter, but it's close. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a, yeah. Yeah, it's much oh, more like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure or like a Pokemon thing where he sends out his radiation ghost. Yeah. Radiation ghost, I choose you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and then 
15 seasons from now, uh, Gary Oak gets bone cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how that conflict is resolved. Yeah. But, but with, when, when Pikachu... When... Sorry, Jamie's face. The, the true <laughs> sadness I just saw in his eyes. <laughs> well, because I'm picturing my head, Ash leaving like a hospital room. It's like, beep, beep, beep. And he goes, smell you later. And he walks <laughs> Why, why not put Professor Oak in a Pokeball to let him live longer? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess Pokemon don't age in the Pokeball, do they? I don't know. I think, uh, Pokemon I think there was episode one day. I think there was an episode one uh, of, of the Pokemon anime one time where it was like, it turned out it was like a beautiful oasis whenever you were in there. And it's like the place that the Pokemon most loves to be. So if you're like a stand true, it was like a nice desert place there. <laughs> you put him in the, you were, like, you put him in the wrong Pokemon. Would it just be in like a girl's locker room? Yeah. <laughs> Or inside a negative man. Yeah. Or that. You get your Magikarp and Sandshrew mixed up. So Magikarp's on a desert and Sandshrew's <laughs> under the water. And yeah, like, yeah, that's fuck. it. Fuck! Well, Magikarp <laughs> spends very little time inside a Pokeball because you need to shield level it because it's worthless. So you send it out and then switch it out immediately so it gets half XP. Right. A carp, a carp. All right, all right, all right, Tentacool. Time to go back into the, into the Pokeball. You're just like back to like a, a burning hot desert. Like, yeah. <laughs> just Dude, completely evaporates the, the jellyfish. Like, Boils to death. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, with the soul self, speaking on the subject of proxy fighters, mm-hmm. um, uh, he obviously thinks just like everybody else except uh, for Mento, um, uh, Negative Man thinks that his radioactive ghost is um, not the greatest thing on Earth. Also, the fact that he is kind of like ambiently radioactive, he can't be around other people at all. So he thinks he's a freak too. <laughs> yeah, but Sp- that sounds like something Spotify would suggest: ambiently radioactive. But let's go on. Ambient radiation for studies. Ambient radiation to chill, study, and crank your hog too, or whatever those things are. Ambient, ambient radiation. Yeah. <laughs> so the chief makes him special bandages that protect him and the people around him from the radiation that he's current like that he's constantly putting out. So he looks like the invisible man. He looks exactly like the invisible what man. What does the yeah, invisible uh, man look like if he's invisible? He's bandages, bandages with glasses and like a and a coat and a hat. Oh, Specifically yeah. so people can see it. It's when he's not doing his like superhero thing. He's like, I'm yeah. I'm still here, you know, and he wears bandages all over. Uh, like a mummy. The original thing was written by H. G. Wells, and I think it was an allegory for racism. Could be, could be. I, I believe so. Tune in for the DC uh, DC Cinematic Universe episode H- where we talk H- about yeah. what could have been with the Invisible Man. Yeah, that new movie looks all right. Um, the Doom Patrol did well as a series. So those are the founding members. We have Robot Man, Elasti Girl, and Negative Man, and then eventually Mento, along with the Chief. Okay. Right. Going up against General Immortus. So the Doom Patrol did pretty well from 1963 up until 1968. Um, but then the sales started to drop off. And then comic book writers did what comic book writers do. When sales are bad, what do you guys what do you guys know about comic book writers? You add a new character. Jamie and Ethan? We both said the same thing at the same time. Did you not hear us? We said add a new character. No, I only heard Jamie. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. we said it at the same time. But You're yeah. both wrong, though. Okay. Oh, Ouch. The well, answer is fucking kill everyone. Oh, not what I would have guessed. Just ghost the motherfuckers. <laughs> That's well, it. You, one of them ghosts himself, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And then he's got. There's a twist after that as well. So okay. stay tuned. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in Doom Patrol issue 121, uh, Madame Rouge from the Brotherhood of Evil, 
uh, which we mentioned earlier, and General Zal, who is not a, I can't believe it's not Nazis. In canon, not. General Zal was a U-boat captain during World War II, working for the Nazis, who just stayed underwater to hide from the end of the war. <laughs> so he's just just totally on-brand Nazi TM, TM, TM. Like, that's it. Just like, that's just his character. If they can't find me, they can't accuse me of war crimes. That's Dude. it, exactly. That's what he waited on the statute too. of limitations, and he was just like, "Cool." It's is it, it, it in 1968? He's like, "All right, <laughs> time to go." That's Wolfenstein too. Basically, you have a U-boat for so long, and then you discover that there's Germans in your boat. They like, were hiding in the cargo hold. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a there's another sector. We didn't look at this map. Sector F. There's a bunch of Nazis in our own ship that we've been in for a month. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a tutorial, Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. Um, and then he became a mercenary after the war because he was hiding. And then finally, Madame Rouge and General Zal took over and held hostage the entire town of Codsville, Maine, which is a small fishing town. Sounds like, Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. I googled it. It's not a real place. Okay. Well, I would have I guessed it was. The Doom Patrol, after fighting Zal and Madame Rouge, uh, agreed to sacrifice themselves in order to save the town. That was the trade. Uh, it ended up being General Zal who hit the kill switch to blow everyone up. Oh, the Doom Patrol, not the town. Yeah, just just the Doom Patrol. They saved okay. the town, but they all died. Now, here's where the negative man shit gets super, super weird. He survived the explosion that killed everyone else, although in canon, it is never explained. Uh, Larry Trainer's body turned up unharmed, but is now permanently separated from his radioactive ghost form. Ooh. But he himself is still bandaged, radioactive, and weak. The ghost is now an individual that is called the negative spirit. Okay. Um, there were some hijinks involving a Russian cosmonaut named Valentina Vostok that it briefly possessed and used as like a meat vessel for a little while. Okay. Um, and then she was also known as negative woman while she was possessed. Possessed. Um, but now we can shift into the pervert stuff. Please do. Um, I've been waiting. The spirit, the negative spirit, uh, was revealed to be intelligent and capable of speech, and it was also completely amoral. His and first it wanted words, to get in some fuck. Dropping yeah. loads. Yeah. Dropping loads. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he said. It was going to drop some... It, it decided it was going to drop some loads. Right. Well, that, that's, uh, why he, that's why he had to stop possessing Valentina Vostok, because he's like, oh, well, it doesn't make any sense when she says it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and in the 60s, nobody knew about squirting, so it just had yeah. to, it, it just made the trade. The female orgasm wasn't invented until the late 1990s. Yeah. It was 1992, I think. Hmm. Earlier <laughs> than I thought. Jamie, pull up the clip. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so it ended up tracking down Larry Trainer, and he begged to be left the fuck alone from the negative spirit. Okay. The negative spirit was not having any of that consent horseshit. Okay. It decided to fuse with him and his physician, Dr. Eleanor Poole. Uh, this... Okay. Really pulled their resources, huh? Hey, <laughs> I was I was feeling around for it. I'm glad you got there. <laughs> oh, there's a pun somewhere. I yeah. must find it. I must grope uh, blindly for it. <laughs> like like the negative spirit grope. Like blindly. the negative spirit groping blindly blindly Larry other people's bodies. Eleanor. Yeah. <laughs> this three being entity began calling itself Rebus, R E B I S, and described itself as a divine intersex being. Okay. Oh, yeah. It refers to itself as we because both trainer and pool are still alive and conscious within the ghost form. 
mm-hmm. like in the one shared head. Um, and it seems to have chosen a man and a woman to fuse with at the same time so that it could become immortal. Uh, in a process called the Enema Regis, it simultaneously throws off its old dead body and gives birth to itself. God, there's got to be a butt involved It's with Enema, Enema. right? Yeah. Uh, no, it's... Uh, sorry, Enigma. Maybe it's a cl- oh, Enigma. Very, diff- very different than Enema. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it, it poops itself out, but it's very clean. But it, yeah, it goes into the butthole and it somehow poops out. Very strange. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a paradoxical entity. You understand, right? It yeah. it is both it is both draining and filling itself with enema water. <laughs> so, during the Enigma Regis, it throws off its old body and gives birth to itself. But mm-hmm. despite the fact that this thing has, without consent, fused two human beings together, it still is just like. Maybe this whole Ouroboros rebirth thing of myself is too fucked up for the Doom Patrol, so I'm just gonna step away. It will leave the Doom Patrol to give birth to itself. Okay, to like be a Dr. Manhattan figure who's like, I'm gonna go live on Mars by myself. Something like that. Yeah, the thing it recreates is it again, along yeah. with along with Larry Trainer and Eleanor Poole. They all go forwards together as one entity, which is fucked or- up. We're going to our eternal self-orgy for the next couple thousand years. Uh, don't call us. Yeah, exactly. We'll be back in the present, and you won't know how much time has passed because I exist all over the place, so whatever. Yeah. It's no big deal. Did Dr. Manhattan really go to Mars? With that name, you'd think he'd be pretty attached to New York, right? Uh, he, lives, he lives in Mars. So Dr. Manhattan is actually, we were talking about the Manhattan Project, but he's kind of like an allegory for the Manhattan Project. He's just like a weapon of ultimate destruction. Yeah, okay. That he's makes in sense. Vietnam. And then they pull a big squid out of the sky or something. Something like that. This isn't about the Watchmen, goddammit. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a convenient parallel for me. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, Rebus grew tired of having sex with itself and giving birth to itself, so it figured it wanted to spice things up a bit. Okay. What did it do? Okay. Bring in a cuck. Uh, Gonald Guck. Yeah, get Gonald Guck <laughs> back in here. <laughs> so it was no We need somebody to watch. No light, no light bondage. Exactly. It's like, I need you to stand in the closet and watch me... Give, give birth, birth myself. to myself and, <laughs> and and it was just like he's like perfect i'm glad you're into it um so no light bondage no infinitely looping strap on pegging itself it wanted hookers baby oh that's a picture i yeah. hope that's the art the infinite strap on infinite looping strap on <laughs> well it's if we're a democratic podcast at least the management the management trifecta that we are here is democratic so if you both want that then thus it shall be <laughs> I mean, sorry it, it, so Rebus hired a sex uh, hired a sex worker, who is the transgender prostitute Kate Godwin. Okay. Uh, Godwin, after having sex with Rebus, was affected by its radiation. Uh, thankfully, this is a comic, and instead of like rotting out Godwin's bone marrow, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> radiation poisoning. Yeah, exactly. Instead of dying in a hospital bed and having her DNA fall apart, she got superpowers. Oh, yeah. good. That would be a she god got... loss. What you said. This is a god win. This yeah. is a god win, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. God uh, she... oh. <laughs> yeah. I got, got F in the chat, boys. Terrible superpowers, however. Okay. Kate Godwin gained the ability to liquefy solids and solidify liquids. That sounds like a pretty good power. Uh, on a large scale, that could cause a lot of damage. I mean, humans are solid. It's not just that liquefy. exciting. No, just turn we're... someone's blood to, to a solid. Like, they, they're dead instantly. She joins the Doom Patrol, so she's a hero. So she's not into the whole murdering people with solid blood thing. But supervillains. 
Oh, she's so good in hospitals, though. Blood clots. Boom. Oh, yeah. No yeah. problem. So Wait she gave hand. up hookery no. after getting superpowers. Uh, can I just say, like, that seems like a much stronger power than projecting a ghost of yourself that could make <laughs> objects explode. Like, like I guess boogity wall? boo! Yeah. Boogity yeah. boo! <laughs> I, can, I, can scratch, I can scratch my foot without having to bend my back at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, it's even better at Halloween parties because you could, like, I don't know, like, oh... How old are you, birthday boy? Oops, you melted. And like, uh, yeah. what a crazy, <laughs> crazy party trick. Yeah, yeah, oh exactly. It's good fun. Presumably, you would be able to reform the birthday boy because you're Just a superhero. Perfectly, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, she gave up hookery and took on the name Coagula and oh, joined the Doom Patrol in that's some a good runs. Name. Yeah. I don't like, like Caligula. It. Yeah, but yeah. Coagula, like blood, like we were talking about. So she about. joined the Doom Patrol in some runs and even started a relationship with Robot Man. Aw. Yeah. The only thing she couldn't melt was his heart. Because he doesn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a brain. Uh, the Doom Patrol has been in several DC series, um, even since been being killed off in the 60s. They've all come back in different, in different ways. Uh, and they had a TV show that was on recently that I've heard pretty good things about. Yeah, um, Darnell's definitely shown us a clip from that TV yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. But that would be the OG Doom Patrol and then the weird uh, ghost orgy that I wanted Damn. to talk about for this episode. If so, you guys could Orgy. date one of the ones that we met, which one would it be? Uh, Ghost Orgy. The fifth richest man in the world, because I like nice things. I was going to say Jeff Bezos, so you got me. Yeah, He's the first richest man. You'd have to date... Um, we talked about him. Mento. Yeah. <laughs> I don't date. know. Actually, no, the girl that can change shapes and stuff, because I think that'd be fun. She could give you a foot massage without even moving. Yeah, you can or... scratch your feet without having to bend over. It's a different. Uh -huh. Yeah, it could be a different person every day, depending on how she feels too. Like, she'd probably mm -hmm. be a different person from when you got to know her that when you had, like, been in a long time relationship. So things are always fresh, you know. Yeah, That's true. It would be nice. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I've been your host, Peter O'Donohue. You can find me at Pete O'Donohue on Twitter or at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram, and then theloreboys.com. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you very much to Darnell for bankrolling this episode. I hope you enjoyed the uh, insanity <laughs> that this was. Please forgive us while in isolation. It's, uh, you know, um, but it was a lot of fun to research. It's uh, comics are so fucking strange, Literally. honestly. And one of y'all, please introduce yourselves. Uh, you can find me. I'm James Miller. I'll be at leakspin.com. And if you want to see me also on the Discord, I spend a lot of time there. Uh, I spend a lot of time on uh, Twitch. I have, I've done four streams in the last week, something like that. So uh, definitely out there on Twitch, twitch.tv slash theloreboys, or just check our About section and get into the Discord because we like chat with people every day there. Um, that's where I spend the most time. And people have been pouring in. Uh, it's still fairly small, but I'm seeing more and more people there, so... That's where I want to start hanging out more. So come to the People Discord. People eventually find their way into the Discord and then end up trapped there somehow. We're unsure, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to... Uh, I'm Ethan, uh, at Ethan the Dead Man on Twitter. Uh, if anyone wants to recommend an episode like uh, Darnell did for us today, uh, Discord's the best place to do it, um, for sure. Uh, other than that, there's always the Patreon. Patreon.com slash TheLoreBoys. Uh, it'll get you access to a patreonic only uh chat on that on said discord um and it will uh help help you to bend our ears to do your strange request if you yes. pay us we have to do it yeah 
And we want to do it. Because yeah, if you, you want me to talk about radioactive sex ghosts, money is the best way to do it. Exactly. If you want us to do another Diablo X, X episode, that's what X we're doing. Episode. Yeah, I just <laughs> actually I played a lot of Diablos last week. It, it, it's gross. <laughs> it's gross. But anyways, yeah. So stay tuned for that next week. Yeah. Um, anybody who doesn't trust Patreon, we always have Lore Boys Prime, which is a uh, independently run and operated by us way of uh, keeping us keeping us afloat, as it were. Uh, this week we are we are offering you a very special uh, very special prize. We've been working uh, pretty hard on coming up with some superpowers of our own over here. So uh, I'm Papercut Man. I have the ability to uh, give myself paper cuts uh, at any given time. Uh, so it didn't didn't quite work out the way I'd wanted it to. I did eat a lot of uranium, uh, and this is all I got. So I'm not super happy with it. Uh, but we're working to get you guys some superpowers too. So anybody who who is able to send us an infinitely looping uh, strap on, you will be the fourth member of the Lore Boys Patrol, the yep. Lore Patrol. I was born uh, with nine webbed toes. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, it's really good. That's James. My Ray. name is. He's always had it. He didn't have to eat any uranium for that. Nope. My alter ego is a mediocre man. I have the power to disappoint any woman I meet. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Peter. Peter. Not just women. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but if, if you if you want to if you want to join please just send us send us your strap-ons and uh we will send you a small dose of radioactive material for you to ingest that doesn't and become, sound good. become one of the lower patrol well you know it's been tested i'm i'm feeling pretty sick but we're doing okay i'm sure uh, i'll feel once i feel better i'll be way more power oh yeah. fuck paper cut Oh, it. <laughs> it was so great that on your vacation you put that big balloon on top of the volcano to get all the gas home for us too. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Been it. <laughs> it's been huffing, huffing sulfuric, sulfuric gas from a volcano. Hell yeah! I uh, guess and I, that constitutes a lore boys, a lore boys, a, a lore patrol out, lore patrol out, branding. It's lore boys. If you, can't, Sorry, if, you everyone else. if you can't figure a way to make the the artwork, I could always just make it the episode title. But Gonald Guck and the Infinite Looping Strap-On. <laughs> sure, done. <laughs> no, it's not so even... going to find that on iTunes and just be like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Google's, Google's Doom Patrol first result, like, oh no. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.